Hi, you guys. Welcome to or back to the Smart and Hot podcast. My name is Julia. I am your host. And if today is your first time listening to the podcast or if you've been here before, I just wanted to say thank you so, so much for being here and sharing this space with me. I say that at the beginning of literally every single episode, but it truly means the world to me and I just wanted to say thank you. I am so excited to jump into today's episode and just be back chatting with you guys. I feel like we have such a fun little vibe going on here. If you haven't already or if you missed last episode's announcement, my ebook slash workbook the return is now live on my website on smartandhot.com the return is a workbook full of journal prompts practices and just like all sorts of juicy tips and advice for getting back on center the title of the workbook is the return energy practices for getting unstuck so anytime that you're feeling off center or you just want to check in with your own energy i created a 47 page workbook for you so you can really just get in tune with yourself, check in, see where your energy is going. And it is such a juicy tool and it empowers you to create your own toolkit of energy practices to just keep your energy in line. Or if you fall off the path because we're human and we all do, it helps you to get back on center and just get your energy reorganized. It is so amazing. I revisit it multiple times per year. Um, I've been creating it since the summer and I've actually gone through it like twice now since then. So it's amazing. Please go check it out. Like I said, it's available on my website, smartandhot.com. I will also link it in the show notes for today's episode, but please go check it out. As always, I am giving you guys a little energy update, updating you on what's been going on in my life because I always want to just keep you guys in the loop. I feel like we're all friends and I feel like if I just share the energy that I'm in at the beginning of every episode, it will help you to hopefully just get to know me a little bit better and understand where I'm coming from because I truly feel like I'm just like every single one of you who is listening and I'm just a human on my own little soul journey, my own little imperfect journey. But January has been a really great month. I feel like I'm kind of in a hermit mode for this month and not even in a bad way. I not even a hermit mode. I just really haven't been going out or like drinking or like super socializing that much this month. I've just been honestly grinding. Um, I've been teaching almost every single day and I recently started training 
and dance again. So I've been taking like a couple classes a week. I did a workshop two weekends back, which was absolutely amazing. And I've just been dancing a lot, training a lot. My body is like really tired. So I'm doing my best to get a lot of sleep so that I can recover and everything. But I've just been feeling really inspired to dance recently, which is like a new journey that I'm revisiting. I grew up as a competitive dancer and I actually quit because I was super burnt out my senior year of high school. And I took like a five and a half year hiatus. Like I danced a little bit in college doing like sorority dance competition things. If any of my line dance girlies are listening, hey, love you guys so much. But yeah, I haven't really like trained in a long time and I don't know, I like felt called to go take a heels class at the end of December and then something just like sparked in me and I was like, I just want to dance, like I really want to train. So I've been taking classes at different studios in the city and like if you know anything about New York City, like if there's anywhere that you would want to dance, it would be here or LA too. But like, it's just so inspiring. There's so much talent and so many amazing teachers and choreographers that it's just been really, really fun to be dancing again and to be back in a studio setting. It's definitely taken some getting used to and the energy and just also like trying to remove my ego from the process. I am such a perfectionist. And part of the reason why I quit dancing in the first place was because I was so hard on myself and it just wasn't healthy for me anymore. So I'm trying to reconnect with my love for dancing as a form of creative expression and a way for me to move my body and channel my energy and just do it in a way that is mindful and healthy. But I'm also really motivated to learn and to grow as a dancer. I'm like training in styles that I didn't really get training in when I was younger. I'm doing more like hip hop and like street styles and like more commercial types of styles like heels and things like that. And it's just been really, really fun for me. So that's my little update. Um, It's been a new thing that I have been doing over the past month and I'm really, really enjoying it. Second little baby update, which I feel like this is pretty important and I really want to talk about it and continue to update you guys on this journey, this kind of healing health journey for me. So I actually talked about this on my Instagram, on my Smart and Hot Instagram last week, Um, but I was actually diagnosed officially with PMDD, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder, I think. I think that's the official name of it, but essentially PMDD is a very severe form of PMS to where your PMS symptoms are so intense that it actually affects your mental health. And honestly, for as long as I can remember, I have struggled with crippling, like, terrible anxiety and depressive symptoms right before my period, like literally for as long as I can remember. And it usually starts 
right after I ovulate, which is around like the 14th day of my cycle. So the first half of that month, I am like grounded, I'm chilling, I feel good, I feel confident, I feel amazing. And then in the second half of my cycle, I am typically really anxious. I will have like intrusive thoughts. I don't feel good about myself. I like spiral. And to be honest, I am super high functioning and I'm also very self-aware. So even when I don't feel good on the inside, I don't really lash out at anyone. I'm really good at hiding it. I tend to just like push through and keep trying to show up at the best that I can in my day-to-day life, even though I genuinely feel terrible and I'm not mentally doing okay. Like I will be crying like in my room alone for like the 10 days before my period every single month and I'm just really good at pushing through and still managing to get on with my day-to-day life and I started to really become aware of this because I was noticing such a difference between like the first half of my cycle and then the second half so I was talking to my therapist about it and she told me to talk to my gyno so I talked to my gyno and I was officially diagnosed with PMDD and it honestly has been such a journey but getting to this point I am so grateful that I finally asked for help because I really didn't realize how bad it was like I thought I was just PMSing and like every woman feels like the world is ending before her period which honestly a lot of us do and whether or not your PMS is like you're just a little bit moody or like it's as severe as mine PMDD is something that's I feel like not really talked about that much and I feel like it really really needs to be so That's what I wanted to share with you guys. I was actually prescribed a very low dose of Lexapro and I started taking it about a week ago. Today is the first day that I can definitely feel a difference. I made the mistake of kind of reading people's reviews on Lexapro for PMDD online and they're like, you're going to feel a difference immediately. But with any medication, especially like an SSRI like Lexapro, you are not going to feel a difference in your symptoms on the first day or even within the first few days. But I definitely feel a difference today. Um, I am only going to be taking it during the last two weeks of my cycle. That's how my gyno directed me to take it. But I'm really grateful to have gotten on medication and to be getting help because truthfully I have made every single lifestyle change like I'm super healthy I would like to think like I really don't drink that often I get good sleep I move my body almost every day I eat really clean I drink enough water I take tons of supplements like everything that I could possibly do health-wise to help my mental health and my brain health I do and sometimes it's just not enough and i got to the point where i had to release my own limiting beliefs that i had around psychiatric medication i had a lot of fears around it for a very long time which were self-imposed and i just want to be real about that too because i 
used to be one of the people who would say, like, I didn't fully believe in medication. And I had my own stigmas around mental health, even though I have struggled with my mental health for as long as I can remember. I just am a high functioning person and I actually tend to push my own feelings down and not express how I really feel. So that's just me being honest about it. But I wanted to let you guys know that this is a new journey, a new chapter that I am starting with my health, and I'm really excited. I'm super hopeful that this is going to help me, and I'm really grateful. So if you go through something similar every single month, if you feel like you have no energy, if your body hurts, if you are like crying or maybe you're like really, really angry or you just are feeling anxious, you're having like intrusive thoughts, like you feel like the world is ending, that's not normal. So please talk to your gyno. If you have a therapist, talk to your therapist, talk to a licensed professional. I am not a doctor, but I want to share something that is part of my story and something that I think really needs to be talked about because so many women struggle with this and it doesn't have to be this way. We don't have to suffer in silence. So that's my little life update. Okay, we are going to jump straight into the meat of today's episode, which I think I kind of hate that analogy, but it was the first thing that came to mind. So I'm going to need you to center yourself really quick. I'm going to take a big deep breath in, exhale, let it go, and then listen the fuck up because today we're going to be talking all about finding your purpose. What a hot topic, right? I feel like if you're anything like me and I am a 23-year-old, it's 444 on the clock also as I'm saying that, but I'm 23 years old. I would assume that my target audience is young women who are just like me or young people in general who are just like me, 20-somethings, maybe younger than that, maybe older than that. It doesn't really matter where you are on your journey. We're just all trying to figure ourselves out, right? We're all trying to learn, to evolve, to grow, and to become the best version of ourselves the smartest, hottest version of ourself. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure at this age, especially to have it all figured out or to know exactly what you want out of life. And if you don't know what your passions are and you don't know really what you want, there is this tendency to feel like we're somehow behind or we're somehow doing something wrong or there's something innately wrong with us that we don't really know what our path is yet. With things like social media or even seeing our friends accomplish amazing things or to have like really cool hobbies and interests and talents And if we see that and maybe we're feeling a little bit lost on our path or we don't really have anything lighting us up at the moment, we feel like we're doing something wrong and then we feel lost and then you are looking at your purpose in life and you're feeling like, what's mine? Do I have one? 
and you feel like you have to go on this quest to search for it, which kind of is, I think, one of like the beginning stages of a spiritual awakening and taking a spiritual path to life. You feel like there's so much to learn and there's so much to become and you just feel like, oh my gosh, I have to find this thing. I have to find this specific thing that lights me up that I can turn into either my career or my life's mission. And there's a lot of pressure around this and I really want to talk about it today because I'm going to break it down step by step on how to actually find your purpose and it's not what you think. So let's jump right into it. Let's listen up, okay? The first and most important piece of spiritual truth that I am about to serve you is that your purpose is not something that you find, okay? You don't find your purpose. You learn to live in alignment with it. Your purpose is not a destination. It is not necessarily one thing. It's not one passion, one hobby, one interest. It's not necessarily one thing, but it is a feeling to learn to work with. It is a very specific energy and a frequency to align with. Your purpose is not necessarily always your God-given talent, your natural gifts and abilities, although that may be part of it. It's not always that. It's also not something that you might be aware of at this present moment. It also doesn't have to be your full-time career. I think that this is such a common misconception and association that I think capitalism and our society has imposed onto living in your purpose. But a lot of people feel like to be in their purpose and to live out their purpose, it is to have their passion be their full-time job, which I am not saying that it is a bad thing to have your creative outlet or your passion or your hobby or something that you enjoy doing I'm not saying that that is a bad thing for that to be your main source of income, but your purpose and your passion does not have to be the way that you make a living. And I want to make that very clear. If you know what your passion is and you know that you want to make that your full-time career, I am not saying that that is a bad thing. I am saying, fuck yeah, go for it. But I don't want you to feel like your purpose has to be your full-time job if that doesn't resonate with you. And I also don't want you to feel like you are doing anything wrong if it's not making you money even. Specifically in American culture, I feel like there is this pressure that we always have to be doing something. Like there's always something that we are supposed to be doing. So we're supposed to go to high school, graduate, then we're supposed to go to college for four years. And then by the time that you graduate college, when 
you literally have just become an adult, you're supposed to know what you want to do with the rest of your life in your degree. And your degree is supposed to teach and your degree is supposed to give you the tools to move to whatever city, get whatever job, and then build the rest of your life for yourself. And then we have our job and we're supposed to have a healthy routine and a certain amount of friends so we can have stuff to do on the weekends. And we're supposed to have hobbies and creative outlets and passions and books to read and time to do all of the things. And there's a lot of pressure there. And whether or not you're consciously aware of it, subconsciously, if you don't have it figured out, you're like freaked out because you're like, whoa, it feels like everyone else around me has it all figured out. So what the fuck am I doing? I will tell you right now, when I was a senior in college, I remember November of my senior year, I had a job offer that I had signed in Denver, Colorado, and I thought I was moving to Denver. And that simply like I could never picture that happening now. And at one point I was going to move to Miami and I had a job there. And then I ended up moving to fucking Hawaii on a whim and somehow ended up in New York City. And then even when I ended up here, like I worked a job I absolutely hated for 10 months. I am the number one person who can say that like I put a lot of pressure on myself to like have it all figured out. So I am really guilty of this and it's something that I continue to work on and it's part of my journey. It's part of my path. And I know that the lessons that I learn along the way are part of my purpose, which is to share the lessons that I've learned and help young women and people who are like me or at any point in their journey to just not feel so alone on their journey. So I would like to say that right now, I truly feel like I am living in alignment with my purpose. But I am not sure if everything that I am doing at this present moment is going to be what I do for the rest of my life. I know that I'm on the path because I feel it in my entire being. I feel aligned with who I truly am. But I'm not putting pressure on myself for this to be my end game. I could go anywhere from here, but I know that I am following my intuitive impulses and just following the guidance that I feel is given to me by the universe. And to me, that is what finding your purpose is, is sitting back and learning to work with the universe, to work with your guides, to be guided, to trust your journey, to live on your path and live in your truth and to live as the most authentic version of yourself. To me, that is what living your purpose is. Again, Living in your purpose is not something that you find. There is no one thing that is your end goal, that is your purpose, and it's not one specific thing that you can pinpoint. It is an energy to live in alignment with, and that energy is you. That energy is the most you, you that there is, and that is discovered through work, through lessons, through challenges, 
through change, through uncomfortable growth. I am a firm believer that every single one of my experiences has led me to become the person that I am today. And I am not spiritual bypassing by any means. I know that I have been through some very tough lessons, especially over the past couple of years, but I have done the healing work. I go to therapy. I have a practice. I consciously am working on myself every single day. And I know that through this work and through sitting through these lessons and allowing myself to fully integrate all of them, it has led me to become this person who I am today. And I feel like part of my purpose is sharing these lessons with all of you. And I truly feel like what I'm doing now is in alignment with who I truly am. So I feel so inspired to share some little tidbits of advice on how to actually find this feeling for yourself, how to cultivate this feeling for yourself, because it's not what you think it is. And I just want to reiterate, it is not something that you find. It is an energy to be in. Let me reiterate that your purpose may not necessarily be your God-given talent or your natural gifts and abilities. Although they may be part of it, that might not necessarily be the thing. You might not even be aware at this present moment what your true path really is. So if you hear that and you're like, well, then how the fuck do I find it? Well, I'm going to be real with you. You've got to get your ego the fuck out of the way and you have to say fuck you to your own comfort zone, okay? I talked about this in my confidence building episode too and I genuinely feel like building confidence and living in your purpose go hand in hand because when you're living in your purpose, you genuinely feel your most confident because you are living as the most authentic version of yourself. But the third step that I gave in how to build confidence is to do the thing that scares you and then do it over and over and over again. I'm not saying that you need to go skydiving or you need to go sing in front of a crowd or you need to go to a dance class. I'm saying next time that you feel intuitively called to do something, you are genuinely lit up, you have an idea, you're really excited by it, next time you get that little impulse, follow it without question. Even if it is something that you have literally never done before, like taking a dance class or enrolling in singing lessons or going to take a pottery class or learning how to make music. It can be literally anything. Next time you have an idea, just try it. Even if it's something that you've never done before and you are shaking, you're so scared, go do it. We need to learn how to repeatedly practice getting outside of our comfort zone and putting our ego to the side. 
And what I mean by putting our ego to the side is we need to learn to be okay with not being good at something right away. Just because you want to go take a dance class or you want to learn how to make music or you want to learn how to paint, it can be literally anything that you want to do. You might suck the first time that you go and you have to be okay with that, okay? And maybe it is and that's amazing, but still, any skill is built over time through practice and consistency. So when you feel called to try something new, whether it's a new creative outlet, whether it's starting a business, anything, starting a podcast, a YouTube channel, making TikTok content, you have to be okay with the first couple things that you do kind of sucking, but you're putting yourself out there and you're going in the direction of the thing that is lighting you up. And that's what matters. And that is what eventually starts to build that confidence and that ultimate trust within yourself. Do not be afraid to be a beginner at something. Being a beginner at anything is really uncomfortable. Whenever I am trying something new or putting myself in a new environment, it generally causes a lot of anxiety for me. Um, My first podcast episode that I ever posted, making TikToks was really hard for me at first. And I would overthink everything. I actually took a heels class, which was like an open level dance class last week. And it was like my first time being in a studio setting. And it was like an open level dance class. I had like professional dancers in the room with me. And I was really fucking nervous. Like I had anxiety and I could tell within myself that I was a little bit ungrounded and I was feeling a little bit out of it. And maybe I didn't show up as the best dancer that I knew I could be in that moment on that day, but I was able to leave, reground myself, and understand that I'm just starting this dance journey again. I am reconnecting with this passion, and I'm okay with not being, quote-unquote, the best at it right now. That's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because it fuels my soul because I want to get better at something and to see where the journey takes me. Dance makes me happy. It's something that I want to be a part of my life for the long haul. And I'm learning how to reintroduce training back into my life and things like that. So don't be afraid to be a beginner to try something new and allow yourself to learn and be patient with yourself through the process. You can learn how to be good at literally anything through practice, through consistency, and through dedication. That being said, don't feel bad if you start to go in one direction and you start to take this new path and you later realize like this isn't actually in alignment with me. This isn't what I want. That's part of the journey too. My first job when I moved to New York City, I thought was my dream job. I thought that that was my dream career and it definitely wasn't and I wasn't happy for 10 months, but I'm grateful that it happened because if I hadn't had that experience, it wouldn't have led me to my current job I wouldn't have the perspective and the 
ability to have gratitude for all of the flexibility and happiness and room in my life for creativity and my passions that I have now if I haven't if I hadn't went through that experience. I really really encourage you to practice letting go of the idea that your purpose is something that you need to find and shift your perspective to living in your purpose as living in this energy of alignment with the most you version of yourself. And if you don't know right now at this moment what that is, that's okay. Practice saying to yourself, I trust my path, I am present on my path, and I am on my path. Use those as mantras. I use those as affirmations every single day and it really helps me to ground when I'm feeling unsure of myself or I'm unable to trust all of the blessings that are coming my way. I know that they're coming, but I get in my head sometimes too and sometimes I'm like, am I even doing anything right? Like I question myself too and that's part of it and I think acknowledging that and learning to say to yourself, I trust my path. I'm on my path and I am present on my path. Be fully present with wherever you are at this moment, whether you feel like you are living in your purpose or you feel like you have no fucking clue what that is right now. You are without a doubt exactly where you are supposed to be and you are exactly who you are supposed to be at this present moment. You are enough. You are always enough. And you deserve to trust in the path that you are on. I trust it for you. And I want nothing but the most fulfilling, amazing, and beautiful life for all of you angels.